What has affected the unemployment rate? European nations must face this threat with fact-based solutions, and the best way to combat unemployment is through liberal policies. This includes changing national policies like unemployment benefits, taxation and union power to better suit economic and job growth. Another important step is to look at countries that have successfully kept unemployment low, especially youth unemployment levels, to see what can be applied to the rest of the Eurozone. One example that will be expanded upon later is Germany and its education system's unique characteristics, which are ideal for decreasing unemployment. The concept of the Danish flexicurity system will also be examined as a possible solution to this problem. Through such liberal changes, employment rates will rise and improve the lives of European citizens. Before these solutions can be explained, it is essential to understand some of the events that have increased the unemployment rate. The Eurozone crisis devastated the economy of the EU. The catalyst that set this in motion was the global financial crisis that began in 2007. This led to issues among many member states due to their inability to pay off their deficits and public debt. Greece, Ireland, Portugal, Cyprus and Spain were in danger of defaulting and needed EU IMF loans to have a chance of paying back their debts. These five nations defaulting would have further decimated the EU, which made giving them the loans one of the best solutions to the problem. Some economists have argued for other possible solutions to the crisis that involved allowing some level of defaulting in those countries as a response to the impact on the whole EU, made even more serious because of the shock generated by the global financial crisis. This created economic slowdowns and rising unemployment. It took several years for European economies to see the effects of their bailout efforts. By 2014, most countries that had received bailouts, with the exception of Greece, which is still struggling, and Cyprus, had met the requirements set by the loner countries, and economic growth began. This economic crisis sent shockwaves throughout the world making people more fearful about their future job prospects. Even with the economic recovery, nations were still facing many problems, and some countries still had higher unemployment rates than before the crisis. This threat was further exacerbated by other trends, such as the automation of jobs and businesses moving their practices to less expensive countries, where labour could be bought at a lower cost. Looking towards the future, AI technology and robot automation will be able to perform over 50% of skills in most of today's professions within the next 30 years. This automation can already be seen in some sectors, such as self-service checkout stations at grocery stores. In the future, not just lower-paid ones, but all jobs will be affected by technological advancements in automation. This poses a threat to middle-wage jobs, which could increase inequality in society if they are allowed to die out. Importantly, the fear that many will lose their jobs due to AI is not only a matter which concerns young people. The development of AI can affect labour markets and cause a definitive shift in economic power from labour to capital. Therefore, any AI policy recommendations need to address this area. Digital Innovation Hubs DIHs, are part of an online platform with heavy investment from the European Commission, which provides support for innovators developing new technology 
to keep up with all the latest advancements in the field, as well as testing performance for customers. This platform also helps provide business opportunities and financial support to new technologies being developed. The deployment of AI via the planned European DIHs cannot be sufficient to support the modernization of EU economies. However, it can be the ultimate tool for their convergence. Therefore, these innovations in general, and in the area of AI specifically, should be supported both financially and politically. AI will allow the numerous planned European DIHs to work together to support the economy of the EU. Europe cannot and should not compete with massive Chinese state investments to AI application and deployment, but should rather support the transfer of top-level research and development, R&D, while also helping traditional companies to modernize, especially small and medium enterprises, SMEs. This policy should be an integral part of the EU's approach to AI from the very beginning. Otherwise, the EU could face serious socio-economic disturbances. Unlike the usual industrial robots, AI systems can truly replace human beings and their decision-making powers in many areas, not only in industry, but also in services. For instance, AI-powered systems like Amazon Go enable retailers to not have a single employee in a grocery store. The work of an accountant is done via machine, and even low-skilled programmers producing software are expected to be replaced in the near future. The resulting fundamental political transformation and instability may not be obvious at the time of such a technological boom, but they will show their full force when problems arise. Digitization, robotization and automation will create new opportunities and new types of jobs. Professions will change, new skills will be required and it will be necessary to adapt to these changes. Some of the main necessities will be to invest continuously in R&D. However, the adaptation of skills for job holders to get ready for this next important technological step will be of great importance. Technology-driven changes in the labour market and society as a whole may cause a rise in all forms of inequality. The income and wealth disparities in the US have already risen to heights not seen since the 1890s, or gilded age, as it is often referred to. Median wages for US workers have been stagnating for nearly 50 years, and fewer and fewer young Americans can expect to do better than their parents. The middle-wage and middle-skill jobs in manufacturing, largely in the Midwest of the US, where many manufacturing plants are located, became automated away or were sent abroad to cheaper countries. However, the new wave of automation and AI is projected to hit high- and low-wage jobs in addition to middle-wage jobs. The next most vulnerable jobs include middle-wage occupations like trucking and administrative office work and some lower-wage jobs in the service industry and agriculture. This will result in growing inequality. The bottom 90% of the US population has only 20% of the nation's wealth, while the top 1% has increased its share to 40%. AI-driven automation may cause similar changes to the European labour market and its economy and society, resulting in fundamental political transformation and instability. To prevent similar political disruption in Europe, readjustments need to be made 
in the educational and reskilling systems, as well as to the concept of the welfare state. Professions with middle-level qualifications and incomes face a higher risk of replacement. This can lead to deepened economic inequality in society. The systems of education, lifelong learning and reskilling need to be adapted to the changing demands for workforce skills. Social security systems and the safety net need to be strengthened and made more flexible to become a social trampoline. That includes the protection of a growing number of self-employed people and adjustments to labour laws. Therefore, governments alongside the EU will play an important role not only in reshaping the educational system but also in supporting the adaptation of workers and businesses to new conditions. It shall therefore field test and implement best practices in education as well as social systems. They shall include bold ideas that may be initially unpopular or difficult to implement but would create significant competitive advantage for the whole economy in the long run. Businesses are also moving their production abroad to countries that have lower costs of production. This is taking well-paying jobs away from those that need them, increasing unemployment. While the rate of outsourced work has been declining in recent years, between 2015 and 2016, about 3% of jobs were lost because of this. The manufacturing sector is bearing the brunt of this change, with manufacturing jobs seeing the largest decrease in number. This has caused anxiety about future prospects, especially in areas with a traditionally strong manufacturing presence. While the rate of this outsourcing has been decreasing, it still does not ease the fears of workers who cannot be confident in their job security. There is potential for re-industrialization in countries where manufacturing jobs are being replaced with robotization, AI, and other new technological developments that may help them to become more competitive again. Offshoring work may also not be able to continue in the future due to ongoing trade wars and increasing protectionism policies. There are also many internal policies and factors that affect employment in European countries. Unemployment benefits are used by governments around the world to ensure that those citizens who are involuntarily forced out of their jobs will have some income while they look for new opportunities. These benefits, however, can lead to an unfortunate trade-off. The more generous unemployment benefits are, the more time it takes someone to find a new job. There are a variety of factors contributing to this, but it comes down to a cost-versus-benefit decision people are more likely to search for jobs at a slower pace and may pass on job offers if they do not feel like they meet their expectations of what they want, simply because they are receiving those unemployment benefits. For example, a study in Austria found that a 4.6% increase in benefits extended unemployment by a half a week. There have also been studies performed by the Institute for Labour Economics that have shown that higher unemployment benefits also increase reservation wages, which refer to the lowest salary a worker is willing to accept when looking for a job. This shows that it is essential for countries to constantly re-evaluate their unemployment benefit systems to ensure that the economy is benefiting as much as it can by finding the right balance of helping those who are out of work, but not so much that they delay finding a new job.